This is Mint. Just to say that whatever problems come you, you, have, you face, actually, and you know, there is always a solution. You just have to be confident. You have, you have to be smart. You have to use your instinct. I really wanted to interview you after you told me the story of when you spent six months on a solo trip. You went from Bogota in Colombia to Easter Island, right? Yes, that's right. That's an incredible adventure. Yes, it was. It was a. Uh, a six months trip. Uh, it was almost five years ago now. It was a trip where I cycled. I took the bus when I didn't want to cycle, and obviously to go to Israel, and I took the, a flight. Mm-hmm. I think I didn't really count how many kilometers I did, but in average, I think it was like four thousand kilometers cycling. Mm-hmm. And every day it could vary. It could be like maybe sometimes 50 kilometers, sometimes 80 kilometers, sometimes nothing. If I wanted to know more about that village or to visit something special. And it also depended on, on the weather and how um, the altitude. altitude. Yes, yeah. Uh, sometimes, uh, most of the time it was very hilly because I always chose a way that was in the mountains, not near the sea, for example, in Peru. And so, yeah, it was exhausting. It was a lot, actually. When I was in villages, I really liked to be in my tent. You feel quite safe when you're entering a village because you would go to, you, you would talk to people, a woman or a man, whomever, but someone who inspires trust. Mm-hmm. And so you, I would say, where can I pitch my tent in this village? And the person would say, oh, what? What, what does it mean? What, what do you want to do? Where are you going? And no, it's not safe. You can't do that. And then everybody would want to talk to me and try to protect. And then ah. they, they, they knew that I was coming from so far. And, and so it was, it was funny because at some point when I was pitching my, my tent in a village, it was always in the house of someone, in the garden of someone, or in the Casa de Cultura. Of, you know, it was, it was great. I, just, I always feel safe. And, but when I was entering a city like, uh, I don't know, Cartagena or Bogota or whatever, I wouldn't put my tent you know the, the cities are so dense and you don't have a campsite inside so i would go to a hostel a mm-hmm. youth hostel and it would be also a time for me where i could really sleep you know your your brain when you are in a tent alone uh, in a place that you don't know even if people are very welcoming and, and wants to protect you your brain still has this fear that something will happen to you like the adrenaline uh, I don't know if it is adrenaline, but it's some kind of instinct, you know, yeah. uh, uh, something that protects a you. A guard? Yes, yeah, a guard, yeah. you know. So when you sleep, whenever there is a little noise, a dog who, a dog who barks, or bird, or I don't know, horses, uh, the brain wakes up, you know. Yeah. When I enter in a city and I would go to a use of cell, it would be for me a, a real good sleep, you know. It would be something that would rest me. Recover? Yes, recover. What was the scariest moment then, do you think? There were two cities where I didn't feel right. 
I felt the atmosphere was bizarre, a lot of men drinking, and so you just go faster, you know, you just go, mm-hmm. you know, you just yeah. go further, that's all. And at some point, there was a truck driver that was looking at me in a way that I didn't, uh, I wasn't sure, and I felt he was following me, and I don't know, maybe it was my mind or whatever, but at some point, you stop, you hide, and then you go back on on. But nothing, I never felt scared, actually. The only thing that was important for me when I was cycling is the water. Do I have enough water to drink if I am in a place where I know I'm, I'm not going to meet any villages for maybe 50 kilometers? You know, the only thing which imports, which is important is water. Like the essentials, kind of. Yeah. Before your trip, and then after, describe how you were before and how you were after your trip. So before my trip, I was like 30 years old. And um, I was an engineer uh, working for a water treatment company. I was traveling a lot around the world. I had a good job. Uh, I had a boyfriend as well. And uh, at some point, I was there were things I couldn't understand in my company, in my relationship. There, were, there was like a... a a glass ceiling in different aspects of my life. I decided to quit my job. My relationship with, with that guy was broken. I remember that one of my dreams when I was younger was to do a, a world tour with my bicycle. But I always imagined that with a guy. And so I am 30 and, and I'm, I'm feeling, okay, I want to achieve this dream, but I'm not going to find another boyfriend and and asking me if she wants to do this dream with me, I and mean, it doesn't make sense. So I was like, okay, so you have to do it yourself. But still, I, I, I proposed to some of my friends if they were interested. But at that time, I was living in Montreal, and no, no one would would quit uh, for six months for that. So I said, no, okay, no, no, not a problem. I'm going to organize, to get organized, to do that alone. And I'll make sure that I, I'll protect myself by always... Uh, having like safety points, you know, when you, you start in Bogota and I knew I, I had to meet someone and I thought this would, would was a protection that actually it was, it, it was so totally, You didn't need it. No, yeah, you yeah. didn't need, you don't need it. And then if something happens to you, I mean, if you got hit by a truck or a car, I mean, no one will know where you are. I mean, if something happens, but you just have to try that the people that will be around you will take care of you. That's all. That's, that's putting a lot of faith in, in people. Like yes. It's really great. You know? Yeah, I think uh, this trip brings me, uh, at the end, it was so much faith in the people because I have met my only good people, only people that wanted to help me or wanted to listen to my story or wanted to share their own story. It was incredible because when you do something like this, you feel that, of course, there's a lot of, you must train your, your brain and your muscle and everything, but you are no one if you cannot talk to people, if you cannot smile and laugh with others. And you really realize that, I realize that this trip is really about all the people I've met. And if I didn't meet them, I wouldn't continue, you know, it may be, I, I don't know how to express that, but. At the end, a uh, lot of people gave me, even if they didn't own a lot of things, just a coffee or just uh, a story. And at the end, when you go back on a bicycle, you always feel stronger because 
we have all share our hopes of a better life or of I don't know. Uh, so yes, at, at the after this trip, I just came back in France, so more confident in life. We always see the media and talking about I don't know the narcotraffickers in Colombia mm. or how you can as a woman be raped. Also, I had the fear that I couldn't repair my bicycle if it uh, breaks or, you know, the tires. Uh, and at the end of the trip, like, you realize that there are so many people around you that are good people, your instinct is, uh, you can trust your instinct. At some point, for example, I was in Argentina and my credit card could, wouldn't work after five, six days because banks are, are only in some big villages. You know? Yeah. And so at some point, I was always trying to raise the money with my car, and it wouldn't work. And at that time in Argentina, the banking system was uh, falling apart. I don't remember, but so after 10 days of not being able to withdraw money, and I didn't care at the end of the trip, because I, 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 in the beginning of, of my trip, I was always scared of being robbed, so I had hidden money yeah. in parts of my Everywhere. shoes. Wait, voilà. in my, so I had like a $50 in one sole yeah. on another one. But at the end of the trip, I, ha I had nothing like this. I was pretty confident. And at some point, I had like, I don't know, 5 pesos or 10 pesos. I mean, it's nothing, you know. And I, ha I had nothing to eat. I had I couldn't withdraw money. And, and I arrived in the village and I'm like, I'm sorry, but I don't know what to do. I have no money and I cannot buy food anymore. And then it's so stressful, you know, because I don't know if you have experimented that where your card doesn't work anymore and you have no friends just to, you know, borrow. And there is a guy, he's, he's a shop, um, he has a little shop in this village and he goes inside and it was after, I don't know, half an hour where we were discussing about my trip and at the end I was like, I, I, yeah, I asked that question. Do you know why I could withdraw money? Because I'm, I, I, I do not manage to do this. And so the guy just entered in his shop and he takes some pasta with the packaging broken and some biscuits with the same uh, broken packaging so he couldn't sell them. Ah. And so he just gave me a big uh, bag with a lot of things to eat. Uh, voilà. Just to say that whatever problems come, you, you, ha you face. Actually, you are either is always a solution. You just have to be confident. You, you have to be smart. You have to use your instinct. For something that's so incredible, like you just really want to share it with the people that you're closest with. Did they get it? Like if you were gone for six months and you, uh, you wanted them to have the same feeling of what you got from them? I used to write a lot, some kind of newsletter in every country. It was a whole organization because you never get the Wi-Fi. It's so low, etc. But Every time I managed to send a little text about my experiences, I, I would receive so much love from, from my friends, from my family. And also I had, uh, I don't know if you read this book of uh, Nicolas Bouvier, which is called L'usage du monde. Mm -hmm. So he's a Swiss guy. Uh, I think it was in the fifties and he goes with a friend from somewhere from Paris to India with this little car. This is a real story. Yeah, it's a real story. of this. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Yes. And so the guy in this book talks about a system called La Poste Restante. At that time, if you wanted to, to have news, uh, if you wanted to write to someone who was traveling, you could just say, okay, uh, Joanna would, um, 
poste restante de Kaboul. And so the letter would go to Kaboul. And so you, if you were there, you would go to the, to the mail post and you would say, is there anything for me, mm-hmm. Johanna Woodburn, post restante? Mm-hmm. So this is something I ask to my friends. Yeah, they, they did it, you know, and so you, are, you arrive in La Paz, in Bolivia, and you discover a letter for, for you. For you, yeah. yeah. So you're the founder of Sandra Cycle, your own brand. Was that an easy transition to go from an engineer to an entrepreneur? From an engineer to an entrepreneur, I don't know, but from this trip to entrepreneur, yes. Yes, wow. Because it was about the freedom, doing things that make sense. So it was a natural uh, continuity between my, my voyage and this professional experience. Mm-hmm. Describe Sundry Cycle in three words. Beauty, practical, and safety. They're beautiful, for sure. They're also really sexy. I love the design of your backpacks. I think the fact that it's curved is so unique. I've never seen that before. I love that they're made in France. Because you're right, the fact that it's made locally and for maybe a customer base in Europe that is going to reduce the carbon impacts. I love the, the, the savviness of the materials you're using. Tell me also a bit about the name. What's the meaning of? So Sandori actually is my first name. And when my father, when my parents, they came to France, they didn't know how to speak French. And they didn't know how to handle the names, etc. So they just register my name. So Sandori refers to my grandfather, and Angel is a, a French name that the nurse she just asked my dad, "Oh, you, don't you want a French name for your daughter?" And he said, "Yes, of course." And she gives him a calendar, and he closes her eyes and <sighs> he just picked uh, randomly a name on the calendar, and it was on January twenty-seventh. So it's Angel. But for him, it was important to always call me Angel because he was, he was thinking about integration and he was in part of France where there is no mixity. It was like in Po mm-hmm. where you don't see any colored people at that time. Everybody always called me Angel. And even when I go to India, they don't call me Sandri, they call me Angel, but with their accent. So it's something like Rachel or Achel. <laughs> <laughs> so Sandri was on all my formal documents and I, it was, I felt like it was like a burden with this project. I just wanted to make it to, to show that we could bring from immigration a local project that will give jobs and added value to our local economy. So that was the first intent. And the meaning of Sundari in Sanskrit means beauty, can also mean light. On the cyclists, on the pedestrians, on us human, you know, how can we conceive things that are beautiful, that are with a low impact on our environment? And how do we bring safety to cyclists? It's dark. It all made sense at some point. It all made sense. You went away, but you kind of came back almost to a different version of yourself. And I think that was, it's so meaningful in the way that you were able to create something with your name. Maybe a name that you weren't using so much for yourself. Yeah. And made something new of it. That's beautiful, no? Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, it's all connected. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. all about, uh, when you say, you say that you want to make things beautiful, 
it's not only about the object. It's mm-hmm. about how you want to work with your investors, how you want to work with your customers. It's about how you see people and how you want them to see. Do you know this mat- mach- mathematician called Cédric Bilani? Yes. He was doing a conference in Paris and he was saying that when he's trying to solve an equation, when he sees something, something that is beautiful coming in the equation, Right, like symmetry. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was saying a, a carré parfait, mais he knew that he was in the right direction because beauty cannot come just randomly. It's a clue. The beauty of this bag is definitely what I've put inside my heart, but the designer has, has understood and he's mm-hmm. really a talent. That's an incredible relationship. Yeah. So what's your next step? Are there more products in in the making? Yeah, right now I'm I'm thinking about creating products that are more accessible because right now it's a bit expensive because of the uh, made in France yes mm. production. And so I'm trying to find a solution using materials that w- would be less noble to have this bag more accessible to uh, population. I'm also working on another product where we would add some lights. Going to be some light when you have this on your electrical scooters or on your right. bike in a subtle way, but visible. That's going to be my next challenge. I wanted to ask you as well. What has the reception been like for for your customers? Have you ever had a moment when you're biking and you see somebody with with your backpack and you're like, uh, That's amazing. Uh, no, I, I have not uh, felt that feeling yet. I know that when I wear the bag on my bicycle, there are people in the street that ask, what is this? How do you use it? And it, it is integrating. and It's like a conversation yes. starter? Yeah, 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 because it's something different. Yes, it's different. Completely. Yes. Especially in Paris, I often have this uh, kind of reaction. But the idea behind it, it's about... How do we make people be aware that they have, they have so many resources inside that if you want to visit Colombia or, I don't know, another country that you think is not safe, don't, right. you know, how do you make people discover that so many resources inside and you just have to be confident? Just sharing my story, I think, is a, is a, is a way to put a seed For me, it was my, I had the best, my best friend in my engineering school. His name is Olivier. And his sister was doing a cycling tour all alone. She was an, a teacher and she wanted to visit some different schools in Africa and China. And so when he said that to me, we were like 20, 21. I was like, what? Christelle is doing that. It's crazy. And, We had to do an English uh, expose, and I decided to talk to his sister. I, I never met her, but he was so he was giving me some elements, and I was oh, this girl is crazy. She's coming here. She's doing this and blah blah blah. And then after two years, she wrote a book. She she's written a book, and of course, Olivia sent it to me, and I'm reading the book, and I'm like, wow. So it's see, and she's the one saying that when you're in Africa, the only thing. You think about is water you know the only danger is the missing water and it's it's very true there is no other danger so i always thank christelle and uh, then after that we met uh, because she 
seven years after she released the book, I did my trip in South America. I really see that. I think it, it's really clear to me that you gained so much from it. I think as, as a woman, especially, mm-hmm. um, I feel that as well. I'm not like a naturally sportive person, but through things like diving, uh, boxing, I gain a lot of power, energy as well. It's the value of sports, especially for women. And I didn't put these two and two together until there was a girl in my boxing club. She was passing out surveys to all the women saying, um, like asking questions like, how old are you? What do you do as a job? And she was just trying to, to, to test the theory that, okay, sports can really liberate women. It can really do a lot to empower women. Would you say that's like oh, yes. your personal experience as well? It's definitely my personal experience. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with you. There's somebody who really wants to be a founder, to be an entrepreneur. What advice would you give them? To make sure you have good friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, good friends, a good family, I mean, whatever, but people that support you. Support system. Mm-hmm. How would they describe you? As an entrepreneur and as a person, like, because you seem to me to be somebody who's like, like a risk taker. I, I, I think people like my energy. I'm a very positive person and I'm always trying to find solutions. And because I'm very positive, I never abandon. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it's not a quality at some point. It's also, you know, being stubborn. It's about too much ego as well. <laughs> you see that how resilient I am and um, I'm pulling everything. So you mentioned that you, so you've moved and you've traveled a lot. Where is home for you? It's France, right? Yes, it's definitely France. It's definitely where I grew up. Um, but right now I live in, in a city near Melun, which doesn't sound sexy, which doesn't sound um, cool at all. Yes, I've, I've been traveling a lot in North America, in India, in Middle East. And after being 10 years abroad, it feels like France is, is actually very nice. And particularly Paris is a nice place to live because there is so much diversity. There are chances to be taken, opportunities. Uh, the education is, is good. Is accessible, you know, you don't have to pay so much like in America. Oh, yeah. The, um, the social system is pretty good. You know, there are so many things to be proud of here in France. And it's really where I want to build my company and redistribute the wealth once I will, I will create. Who is your role model now? Like, who is somebody that you really look up to? Right now, it's about my father, us, listening, the people that listen to podcasts, etc. We are educated people, you know, we did studies. Even if we are in a situation where we don't know a lot of things, our mind is made to solve problems. You know, we know how to analyze things. I often think about my parents, how they come, how they came to France. Not speaking French, not speaking English. They are people that didn't have even a pen. They didn't have uh, shoes. They walk... uh, 10 kilometers to go to school. They arrive in France and my father gets into the army and, and he lost his, his arms uh, in an accident because he was a skydiver. And I don't, I don't know what happened, but something happened with the machine and he lost his arm. And then he, he has three daughters and I mean, we got our degrees and we got more or less independent. And blah, blah, blah. But 
I will often think that those people that came from another country, there was no internet, there was no Google, there was no Skype, there was... I remember when we used to call our family in India, it would cost so much money and we would be like, you know, all pressing ears on the... Yeah, and I'm always thinking, what? I mean, those people, they were not educated, you know, and they come in an airport and I can... Even today, you know, I can still feel that they are lost. And it's so much courage. And they made it. They made it. There's a lot of barriers that we put up, maybe for other people, for ourselves, unnecessarily. No matter what, like, they've done it. Now we have have so much more. And, like, for sure, I can now do that and more. Yeah, we need to have some courage. Yeah, we don't need much action. I know this is going really going back to the beginning, but I bike a lot now. I love it, but I only learned how to ride a bike when I was 13. But I was really scared for the longest time. But do you have a story of when you first learned how to ride a bike? I have pictures of me when I was young and I was on a bicycle. So I always remember being on the bike. Uh, cycling has always been a, a synonym of freedom. Yeah. You know, when you're young and... Even when you're five or four and you have your bike, you're free from your parents. You know, I think it's yeah, the first yeah. time that you go very fast away from them. So, thank you so much, Angel.